Good morning, friend. Well, I had just started an episode, and I'll tell you, I went to put my Bible on my keyboard to read something, and somehow I pressed a button, did something, and well, I just, I don't know what to tell you. It just started over. So here it is. Welcome back to the kingdom within, even though it was already started. Now it's started again. It's kind of like my life, friend. I've had to restart my life like more than just a little bit, kind of like my days. Sometimes, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Jesus taught us that, that we could we start a new life. We get the spirit and then we start a new life. But I found that even when we start this new life, we just keep screwing it up. So then we end up having to restart our days. Well, sometimes we just keep screwing our days up. And then we have to restart our hours and our minutes and our seconds. But I'll tell you, friend, the more you learn to do that, just the easier life becomes because, well, you can just start your day over anytime you like. So I'm just starting this episode over just like I'd start my day over in the middle of the day if I decided to. Because this is what I know. I know that love is the truth and truth is love and there's just nothing else to it except for what it is. My father is the love that you seek. You might not have known that. Well, I didn't know that. Turns out it's true. I've gotten to know this thing called the kingdom, and it's just the most beautiful thing ever, and Jesus told you how to find it. And what I was talking about um, was I was talking about how when I when I bumped the key that caused whatever to happen was I was talking about I have my King James Version of the Bible, and my Bible is in read what Jesus said. It's a King James Version. and Well, I just love this read because I'll tell you, it has been the thing that really made me understand Jesus over time because I'm able to focus so easily on what Jesus said and not what on everybody else said. Because friend, I'm going to tell you something. That Bible made no sense to me. That Old Testament has absolutely no meaning to me, even though it has meaning. The meaning is the history of the law. Jesus told you don't worry about that because I've come to show you how to rise in the spirit of the law. And the only purpose of the spirit of the law was so that you could rise in the law and so, or to rise in the spirit of it. So the law for its own purposes, my father never wanted rules. My father doesn't want obedience. Obedience has no more meaning to him than it does to you and your children. If you know the truth of love. Because that's kind of this parent-child relationship has a lot to do with the image and likeness of God. Because, friend, I'm telling you right now that my father, when it comes to being of spirit, he just doesn't have arms, legs, body parts. He's not a he or a she. You don't understand. You just have to understand that, well, the purpose he gave us is love. And just like we love our children and we give them love and we want to get love in return, there's rules we make when they're young because, well, you just have to make these rules so that you'll, so that they'll kind of grow up and learn to do the right thing. And if you love them and treat them good, well, in the end, they turn around and end up loving you back. Sometimes they're slower than others. And, well, in this life, there's no guarantee you're going to get anything. I've said that before. We're kind of a slow, long term investment for my father. We don't have a tendency to turn too quick to them, except when we do. That's the thing about this dichotomy we call life. You just can't make any sense of it. 
except you can through Jesus. Because I can say a lot of things about a lot of things and still say nothing at all. But this Jesus, he said all this stuff with a purpose. And this purpose was to get you to look at rising in the spirit of the law. And the reason that he wanted you to rise in the spirit of the law is because that's what brings my father's kingdom. The law for the law's sake is just being obedient. And obedience isn't what he wanted. Nor is it what's going to really get you to do what it is that he really wanted you to do. And what he really wanted you to do is love thy neighbor as thyself. And to love him with his, with all your heart, mind, and soul. Well, once you start rising the spirit of law and you figure out these parables and do the things he asked and you really work on this and you don't just act like uh, it's no big deal or not important. Well, what happens is you start overcoming things. You start forgiving people their debts. You start seeing that love has all strength, except, you know, it's not yours, it's his. But what happens is that means if you're able to forgive, then he's going to forgive too. But that John 3.16 is just a line of BS because not that it's not true. Um, the problem is, okay, well, let's hear it. Let's hear it for itself. Okay, so blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and be drunk. The master of the servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know yet committed things deserving of stripes shall be beaten with few. For everyone to whom much is given from him much will be required and to whom much has been committed of him they will ask the more. I came to send the fire on the earth, and how I wish it were kindled. And then I have a, but I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. So what I want you to understand, friend, is in this, what I just told to you, is what, those are Jesus' words, friend. So if you believe that because Jesus said John 6, 316, then you have to believe what Jesus just said there is true. And if you believe that, well, then what he just said is that uh, some of his followers are going to get more deserving of stripes than even the unbelievers. And that he's going to put their portion with them. Appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And see what he wanted you to understand. And this isn't that God's going to beat you up. Everybody's taking everything literally, friend, because Jesus said all these things, but you have to put them all together. So the problem is people aren't putting it all together. And they're believing in this eternal hell. But that's a good thing because I'm going to tell you these these uh, wolves are sitting in these pews at churches because all they want is that kingdom and their death. And, well, they're being selfish and quite often mean and judgmental toward other people. And, well, they just do enough to get by because they think if they show up at church, give their 10%, and 
pretend like they're they really care about other people that my father's going to give them this kingdom, and that's just not the truth. And you'll know that in the day when the darkness comes, because well, when you're out of food and they're not, they're not going to give you any. And if you're not out of food and they are, they're going to steal it from you, and they won't care about your kids because they'll more be worried about their lives and their children than yours. So, friend, I know that we're all pretending that. In this nation, nothing's going to ever go wrong. But I'm telling you, friend, Rome fell. And I'm not telling you that to make you afraid. I'm telling you that you've declared this nation one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And now we've elected a man with no empathy that cares not for justice, for, for love, but justice for money. And I'll tell you, friend, that just doesn't work for my father. And it doesn't work for me. Except it doesn't have to work for me because, well, my father does what he does. And I just do whatever he is he tells me to do. And I know nobody believes that I talk to this Holy Spirit. But, friend, I've seen what's coming. I've seen some of it. And I don't talk about it a whole lot. And I'm on here talking about love almost all the time and forgiveness because the truth of the matter is, this man that has no love and compassion and all he cares about is money because he is the son of corporations, friend. He is my father's child. I love him because my father loves him. I forgive him because my father forgives him. That's the nature of my father because you saw it in the nature of his son. He's going to forgive. That's just the way it is. This eternal hell just never made any sense from the get-go. It was there for a reason, said to be so that you'd under, so that you'd, because there is consequences to your actions, friend. And if you don't think that they're bad enough, well, then what happens is people just don't act right because, and what happens is if there isn't a law, no one can rise in the spirit of it. So friend, while there's a law, while everything's going right, this is the time to come to know love by experience. That's the purpose of this world. I'm laying this out here for you, just straight out honest. And if you look at what Jesus said and you do what he asked, you're going to find out what I'm telling you is true. And that is the purpose of the world is to come to know love by experience. But if that isn't what you choose, then that isn't what you'll have. But friend, when we're all being selfish and making all these selfish decisions and not putting other people first, well, selfishness is evil. It is our thought of sin. You can't get around that. You can pretend you want to. But if you look at what Jesus said, there's just no getting around it. He told you to be a servant's servant because, well, love is the way. And I'm telling you, my father isn't your master. He's your servant. And because he's your servant, well, then I have to be your servant too. Not that I'm yours specifically, whoever's listening to this. <laughs> But I'm my father's servant, so I'm my children's, his children's servant. So whatever it is he asks of me is what I want to give to him. And I don't know his will until he gives it to me. And he gives it to me at the moment he does. And I know what I need to know and I need to know it. Nothing more, nothing less. And if I mess it all up, it doesn't matter because you know what? This was never about the end. You all are looking to get somewhere. There was nowhere to go. The experience was in the the being 
To create love by experience is to be something, friend. In order to be it, you have to choose it. My Father is divine, yet he is holy. He is holy because he is whole. He is all one. And he is one in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But he's one in you. And you're one in him. And I can't explain this just to the level that I need to get you to understand because you'll never understand because you have to do what Jesus said. Yeah, you have to. This world is insane, friend. And anybody that believes that this world has any sanity just has none of their own. They're just, it is what it is. So if you believe in Jesus, then I know that you know the world's insane. But if you don't know Jesus, because you didn't read Jesus and you didn't do what he asked, then I know that you still think the world is sane because you've come up with truths to make sense of what doesn't make any sense, friend. This selfishness just never made any sense, yet it makes sense all the while. And my father created all of this so that you could choose what it is you want to be. And the choice you make is the one you have. And the one you have is the one you're going to receive. But we're doing it already. You see, People don't realize the only thing we have to that we can really ha harness in this world is the power of our thought. And we're the ones who give ourselves our thoughts. You see, every day throughout my life, in the beginning, I was dealt a pretty rough hand in life. People treated me bad. I was molested. I was abused. I was just not had some good things happen to me in my life. But don't worry, I don't blame it on my parents. One thing I did have was good parents. But this is the point. It isn't what happened to me, friend. It's that God taught me to have to have, to have new um, thoughts. But we have to make the choice of having new thoughts. And Jesus is the key because these new thoughts are holy thoughts. They are the Holy Spirit. They are thoughts of love, thoughts of forgiveness. And sometimes they come with great joy and sometimes they don't. And we go through things that give ourselves an opportunity to learn to forgive. I'm not trying to say everything's right or wrong I went through. I'm telling you I went through it and I can't make a judgment about anything because the moment I judge one thing, I judge the other. Friend, if I judge my experience, I judge my father for creating it. If I judge you, I judge my father for creating you. I can't judge anything anymore, friend. My non-judgment is my love and my forgiveness, and my non and my forgiveness comes faster and easier the more I learn not to judge people and things. So the truth is I just try to accept the experiences that I have, and I try to create the ones I want by having the right thoughts. And even when I have the wrong experience, I just try to find the right thought to have with it. And I don't know how to explain that to you, friend. The Holy Spirit does this. This is what God does. You can't do it on your own because when you're wrapped up in this reality, and this is the only reality you have is this world, well, you're kind of a slave to it. Because you think all the stuff that really happened to you is just unforgivable, and therefore because it's unforgivable, you won't forgive people, and because you won't forgive them, you can't be forgiven. And that just isn't the truth. But I'm telling you this, Jesus taught you the truth. I'm telling you, he was the light in the way, but these Christians have laid down their money on half a bet, friend. It just isn't the way it is. 
you have to do the right thing, and the right thing sometimes. Hold on, dogs need to let be let out of the room where they're going to bark. So, this is the truth. The truth is that love is the only thing that ever mattered, and that we have what we have so that we can make a choice but the truth of the matter is there was never anything to choose because God is all there ever was and will always ever be yet he will always create what wasn't so that he may create what is and he's going to do it in him and he's going to do it in you friend you are divine you are the fruit of two vines in your mind you have two thoughts one of love and forgiveness and one of judgment and selfishness and fear. And you can divide all these thoughts down between those two. I'm telling you what, you can put a fence right down the middle. The problem is if you choose the one, you don't choose the other. And even if you choose both, you still choose neither. That's what Jesus was trying to tell you. And now I'm at the end here doing what I'm doing. And well, I see that if I choose one, I choose the other. It doesn't mean that I don't accidentally choose the wrong one sometimes, friend. It doesn't mean that I'm always making the right decisions. It means that I have absolute tent in on making the right decisions. And I am completely focused on finding and keeping the kingdom that he has given me because I have it now. And I look and monitor my thoughts like a lot. Like people don't even realize that their thoughts are their problem. And the problem is that the only way to let these thoughts change is to give them to the Holy Spirit, which is to give them to your thought of love and forgiveness. And this isn't an easy task, friend. It's not something you just accidentally do. What you put into this mind of yours is what you're going to get out. So if you're watching all kinds of horrible things, then horrible things are coming back out of this mind. So if you watch sex all the time on television, you're going to have sexual thoughts. That's the way that works. If you watch all these commercials that are feeding you this line of crap that you're not good enough, then you're not going to feel good enough, friend. And I'm watching it. These corporations have warped our minds, and it's not their fault. It's our own. We have allowed everyone else to put whatever they want in our mind, and we've just thought we weren't responsible for it. Friend, I'm telling you, you're responsible for what goes into your mind. If you don't want what the world has, then don't choose it. But if you think choosing what it is the world has is going to bring you my Father's kingdom, then I'm asking you to open up this Bible, go buy one with what Jesus said and read, and start reading it. Because here he just, I just explained here in Luke about how he said, that those that that he was going to appoint uh, your portion with the unbelievers, and that you deserve twice the amount of stripes as those that didn't believe, because well, you believed and then you went ahead and acted like them anyway, so that they wouldn't believe. But he said the same thing in another place, and I don't remember exactly where, when he said that those that were his disciples would owe twice the debt. The same thing. He said the same thing literally, just in a different way. I'm telling you, friend, he said these things over and over. It was put in this Bible for a purpose. And it's not to create fear. Fear is not the purpose of the world. The purpose of the world is to come to know love by experience. However, you have to have one for the other to exist. You wouldn't know what cold was unless it was 
you knew Hunt. You wouldn't know one without the other. It just is what it is. It's called comparison. There is, it's a dichotomy. There's no other way to explain it. It doesn't make any sense unless you saw the truth to who my father is. And then all of a sudden it makes perfect sense. And I will explain this to you again, because I can never explain the experience to you, because I can tell you, you won't believe a word of it anyway. But Jesus told you he's seen the Father and the Father's Spirit and that he saw him in the beginning. Friend, I've had the experience of seeing my Father in the beginning. And I'm not saying that I was there. I'm not saying I'm the first coming. I'm not trying to say anything. But what I'm trying to tell you is that I know what it, I've had the experience of why it is he creates. He gave me that experience because I promised him my death because, well, I was just hating my life, not because my life itself was so bad, but it was bad. But what was really bad was that I was looking at this world, that everybody's hurting each other and killing each other, and I knew God's love, and it was killing me to, to, to try to figure this out. My whole insides were being ripped apart because nothing made any sense because all of the hate in this world, and I became willing to die so that I may live, and he gave me something. He gave me the thought of a death, and I gave him an agreement to take it. I don't think he's going to put me to it, but he might. Who knows? He said it doesn't matter because the only thing he needed was my willingness. It wasn't about dying. It was always about living. And, well, that thought of Satan is my thought of fear. And as long as it possesses my life and my death, then my father can't possess it for himself. And now if I'm willing to give him that, well, then this thought of Satan, even though he, it still sneaks in and tries to beat me up, it just can't have much. Because if I'm willing to give my father my life, well, what does this thought of Satan have over me? Nothing. But this is the truth, friend. It doesn't matter because I've already got my life. And because I have it, I know I'm getting it in my death. And if I'm all wrong... I've lived a wonderful life. I've got to love all kinds of people. I've got to know forgiveness. I've got to live this life that is just the most joyful thing ever. So, worst case scenario, I'm ludicrous, right? And there is no God, and I just die and disappear into nothingness. You know what I did? I had a great experience for the time I was here because I learned how to love and forgive. I'm telling you, this Jesus wasn't, I was in pain and suffering when I was being selfish, friend. When I was blaming other people for my life, I was suffering. I'm telling you, take this whole kingdom in your death thing and throw it right out the window and let's look at the kingdom in your life. And I'm telling you, friend, that if you follow this path of what Jesus said, the kingdom that he was promising you, you're going to get here now. You're going to find this joy in your life. Even when things aren't right all the time, you're going to still find it right all the while. You're going to find this love and forgiveness. I don't know how to explain it to you. And my father's going to change your life. And this wouldn't make sense if there wasn't a God, except there is a God, because I know it because I've experienced it in many different ways. So it is what it is. And I can't prove that to you because it doesn't isn't like he leaves things for me to prove. And it really doesn't matter because it was never this experience isn't for you. It's for me. But because it's for me, it is for you. And what he's given me, he's given me the ability to tell you so that you may choose it for yourself if you want it. And I'm telling you, if you believe in Jesus, then forget what the Christians are saying about a free trip to the kingdom after your death, because it has no meaning, because that isn't what Jesus was talking about. 
what Jesus was talking about was, if you want that kingdom, if you want to know my Father's love, and you want to know it in this lifetime, then it's time to start choosing him now. Because if you can't look out across this world and see that we have made some really bad choices and that everything's going wrong, well, then you're just not looking, friend. Because we have a president that has done all kinds of stuff, and you're just not seeing it. He declared there didn't need to be a pandemic team, and where are we in the middle of? A pandemic. He cut back the environmental agency because, well, we don't have any environmental problems. I'll tell you why, why we don't have any environmental problems, because it gets in the way of corporate laws that want to destroy this planet. And friend, our president is the son of corporations. That's the facts. You can deny that. I don't care. Because I'm not here to save the world, friend. The world is done. It's had its due. This was the point. Jesus' message has spread to all the corners of this world, friend. My Father's love is there for anybody that wants it. The truth of the matter is, he had to let us muck this up and let us see it at the level that we're seeing it so that we wouldn't choose it again. You see, because the world kept choosing it here and kept choosing it there. Well, friend, we are making a mockery and we are learning things right now that you can see. We have, science has proven we're destroying things. Now you have a couple people that want to say that's not true, just like those flat earthers want to say the earth is still flat. Friend, you can argue whatever you want. I'm not here to be right or wrong. I'm telling you that you're right, even if you're wrong, and you're wrong, even if you're right, and I can't be right, because if I'm right, then you're wrong, and because you're wrong, I've declared God wrong, so here's the truth, I've got no judgment for anything, if I judge one thing, my father judges me, except it was never him judging me, it was me judging myself, I don't even know how to explain this kingdom to you, friend, so if I judge any of you, I judge him, because I judge him, I judge me, Yet if I forgive you, I forgive him. And if I forgive him, I forgive me. And yes, I have nerve saying I forgive my father for this because the truth of the matter is he created it for a purpose. And I told you before about that experience. You're going to have to trust me on this or you're going to have to figure out how to try to create an experiment to understand. If you think that my father's so bad for one in company, well, then you go get yourself a month's worth of ration of food and you go lock yourself in a tiny little closet somewhere and sit there in the dark black with no noise, no nothing, and just think to yourself with your own thoughts and see exactly how long you want to be that. Because that's what my father is. When he doesn't have anything, he has nothing, friend. If he was in the beginning, there was only God. That's it. I'm telling you, the original thought was what it was. And everything that he's done out of that experience, he's done for him, but he's also done for you. Because this world was created so that we could have a choice, so that we could know the truth of who we are, friend. I know myself as a part of God. You can know yourself as a part of God. I'm not talking about being the God. I'm not talking about big being this big ego thing, friend, because here's the problem. There are six billion people on this planet roundabout, whatever number there are. That seems to be the number I keep hearing. Well, that means there are six billion 
pieces of God on this planet. You see, friend, people were getting this wrong. You're the son of God. My father loves you as much as he loves Jesus. Jesus was the firstborn. Friend, we're all of my father's children, and we're all going to get chosen. But we're going to suffer for the eternal moment of now, and that can go on for eternity if we keep choosing. And if you don't choose it in your life, you're not going to get it in your death. And the death you've given is the one you'll receive. He told you, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. Don't think just because you got away with it this lifetime, you're not going to pay your due, friend. I'm telling you what, if you can't figure out that when, when two children are born, that one is born of this great spirit and another one, I don't know. See, the, 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 this is the truth. My father won't show me everything. He told me I don't need to know. He said this relationship, I just never understand it living on this planet. He said, I'll never understand the entirety of everything. So what he showed me is what I needed to know to understand why it is he created what he created. And all the little details just don't have any meaning to me except the meaning they have. And that is I trust that he's doing it exactly the way it needs to be done so that he can get the experience he needs while giving us the experience we choose. And I don't know how to explain that to you, friend. I just know it in my heart, and it's just showing up in my life. It just is what it is. My father is all that in a bag of chips, and my father is your father. And if you choose this kingdom, friend, it is yours to have. But it isn't coming unless you choose it. And you're not getting it in your death if you don't find it in your life, because that wasn't your choice th now. It won't be your choice then. Well, friend, we're down to 20 seconds again. So this is it. I'm not here to judge you, friend. I'm here to tell you I love you just like my father loves you. But when we choose selfishness, we choose suffering, and that's not a good choice. So, well, friend, may God bless you and yours.